Welcome to Future Docs Podcast. My name is Pedram Mizani. I'm a family physician and the chief clinical officer at AC Medical and the co-host of Future Docs Podcast. And I'm your other co-host, Cody Fan, a healthcare writer and editor at AC Medical. I invite you all that are listening to watch the video form of today's podcast episode by visiting our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash AC Medical Org. Today's topic, episode 20, why you should not waive your rights to see your LORs. Dr. Mazzani, why do you take the controversial stance of not waiving LORs? Thank you, Cody, for that question. And thank you for all the listeners for being here. The main reason for that is because 73% of the letters of recommendation that we analyze at AC Medical for our members contain major errors, such as errors in dates, names, grammatical errors, relevancy to residency, and whether the letter of recommendation we've seen before, and they don't get a passing score of 75%, which is the minimum that we require in order to give a letter of recommendation or seal of approval for it to be used in a residency application. That's the reason why we recommend that you not waive your right to see your letters of recommendation. And I just want to clarify, is this just your general stance for all types of applicants, including U.S. medical students? Should should I consider not waiving my right if I were a U.S. medical senior? Yes, the 73% of letters that have errors in them or they're considered to be generic or not relevant to residency are across the board, whether it's a U.S. medical senior or an international medical student or a graduate. And if you are a U.S. medical senior and a graduate, you should seriously consider who your writer is and whether you trust how the writer writes and uh, what the writer is going to say about you and whether it's going to be relevant to the specialty you're applying to. And I believe in your response that you also mentioned U.S. medical grads should also not waive their rights to see their LORs. Is that correct? Correct. If you're a medical student from the United States, whether you're an allopath or osteopathic medical senior, then the chances of the letter writer being an academician is a lot higher. Now, the chances of them writing a better letter of recommendation is a bit higher. However, most of U.S. seniors don't always get letters of recommendation from the staff at their own medical school or from you know the teaching hospital that that they've been doing rotations at, but they also ask from community physicians who they've done their clinical electives in, and that's where letters of recommendation could really fall apart. So yes, U.S. medical seniors are also not immune to this problem. Now, U.S. medical graduates are at even a higher risk of receiving letters of recommendation that are problematic. And the reason for that is because the majority of rotations that a medical graduate does is going to be in outpatient facilities. Again, coming down to you know the quality of the letter writer and what they're going to be saying about you. Now that you've shared your stance as to why you should not, or I should not waive our LORs, how does it look in terms of an application if I were to waive some of my LORs, but not all of them? That's a really good question. And you know, if you really think about it under normal circumstances, you know, there are some physicians that are going to allow you to waive your right and some that are not. I haven't seen anybody take a negative stance when it comes to some of the letters being waived and some that are not. They either like the entire application as is, or they're going to take a, you know, they're going to take a position with regards to even one of the letters of recommendation not being waived. However, practically speaking, in my two decades of mentoring residency candidates and in the two resident selection committees that I've been a part of, uh, we've never not interviewed someone or not ranked someone because they've not waived the right to see the letters of recommendation. 
And what if a program tells me we require waived LORs or we won't look at your application? Then there are hundreds of more programs that don't feel that way. And for those programs that are edge cases and absolutely won't waive letters of recommendation, the so be it. You can make up for that by applying to more programs in the same specialty. And that concludes today's 20th podcast episode. As always, thank you for your time, Dr. Mazzani. And I invite all of you that are listening to watch the video form of our podcast episode today by visiting youtube.com forward slash acmedical.org. If you have any questions with regards to today's podcast, and uh, if you have a, a unique situation of your own with regards to waiving your right to see a letter of recommendation, or if you have an interesting story to share, please send it to podcast at acmedical.org or visit us at acmedical.org and we'd love to speak with you. Thank you for your time, Dr. And thank you to yours, Cody, and thank you to all of our listeners. See you next time.